Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, let's do this. Let's take our sights and set it on the NFL. We've talked a lot about Major League Baseball early on, but Eric Eager, uh, Director of Research and Development for Pro Football Focus, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Eric, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about you, Bill? We are doing well. Uh, I guess yesterday the NHL, the NBA saying no COVID tests in the bubble. Major League Baseball setting down a new uh, kind of set of guidelines and protocols. And they've been pretty clean over the last 24, 48 hours. Is there a lot of optimism that this season is actually going to get underway for the NFL? Or do you think that we are just prolonging the inevitable? Uh, I don't think that we're prolonging the inevitable. I think that there are some things that, you know, are – you know, when we look at the incentives of the owners and the players, there's if the season gets to week one, there's a humongous incentive for the owners to have the season play through. And, and we've seen that in Major League Baseball where, you know, a week ago at this time or maybe maybe 10 days ago at this time, the season really looked in peril. And even, you know, even amidst a week full of bad news, not even just from the Marlins, but also, you know, when you look at the St. Louis Cardinals, you look at the Phillies, um, the baseball deciding, look, like this is not great. We're going to cancel the games that need to be canceled, but we're going to play through along with the NBA, WNBA, NHL, all being, you know, basically spotless as far as uh, positive tests. I think this gives the NFL at least, uh, you know, a big uh, advantage. You know, they don't have to be the first mover. You know, we saw how the public and the fans reacted to positive tests, which, was not largely a, okay, shut the whole season down sort of motivation. I think the fans were saying, hey, let's, you know, we understand the games are being canceled today, but let's try to continue to play on. The NFL sees that precedent. They also see that, you know, bubbles work as sort of a contingency plan. Uh, I'm more optimistic than I was, uh, you know, 10 days ago uh, for an NFL season starting, and I still think that 16 games is the most likely outcome uh, among, let's say, you know, 4, 8, 12 games. Uh, so I'm optimistic there. College football is a little bit dicier, but I think the NFL, I think I think we can be pretty confident we're going to see, you know, Houston and Kansas City play five weeks from today. 
I uh, I wanted to ask you specifically, I was reading Rob Domofsky of ESPN today, and he had talked to a couple of scouts that talked about Alan Lazard, the Packers, uh, what would be considered the secondary wide receiver, saying he's he's not a second, he's more of a third or a fourth guy. So how do you rate or how would you look at the Packers when it comes to you got Devontae Adams and then kind of everybody else, you're looking for guys to make a name for themselves, but how good or how off compared to other teams that have top wide receiving cores are the Green Bay Packers? Well, I think one of the interesting things is that their number one receiver is as as good as anybody. You know, when you look at the way that he's developed as a route runner, you look at, um, you know, the fact that, you know, he gets as many targets as he does. He gets as much attention as he does. Uh, Adams is, you know, a bona fide superstar. I think when you look at Green Bay, the issue, and, and it's actually fairly prevalent everywhere in that division, except for possibly Detroit, once, if Adams goes down, it's going to be really hard because they don't, you know, uh, they don't have like a player who can sort of take over. They don't have a player who has like number one receiver upside. Um, and so when he's out, they don't have a guy that, you know, it's third down and eight, and I know that this guy can beat double coverage and get a first down. That's really the tricky thing. You know, Lazard, you know, he was fine last – he only had – you know, he only dropped three of 55 targets. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, had a 117 passer rating when he threw the ball to him, um, you know, and, and 27 of his 38 catches were first downs. Like, there's some positivity there I would have liked. You know, obviously we respect the decisions of players like Devin Punches. I think he would have probably added something to the Packers there. But it, it, make no mistake, and, and, you know, the hay is in the barn at this point from a personnel standpoint. Minnesota – Green Bay and Chicago are all teams where if their number one receiver goes down, that offense is going to you know slow to a crawl uh, in 2020. The, uh, the the Packers offensively does the Matt Lafleur Kyle Shanahan offense does that help Aaron Rodgers by because people say well you're taking the ball out of his hands and giving it more to a run game or quick outs out of the backfield with a lot of motion the way they want it to look. Does this enhance what Aaron Rodgers can do, or does this take away from what Aaron Rodgers can do? Well, the hard part is is answering the question, which Aaron Rodgers? You know, I think back, you know, four, five, six years ago, when improvisation was probably, you know, to his benefit. Um, And this was when they had, you know, the Cobbs and the Nelsons and the Joneses and the the Drivers and and so forth, where – you know, when, when Rodgers broke contain or, and, and extended the play, you know, there were top-level receivers all around the field for him to go to. You know, whether that be, you know, he's lost a step physically or, you know, he, he's, you know, it's not as mentally there as before. I think when Rodgers breaks the pocket now, he's far less of a threat than he used to be. And, and so if that's the case, I, I do think it is. I think I think LeFleur's offense would have dampened a, a primer in Rodgers, but now I think it enhances him. I think when you give him more structure, I mean, he's one of those quarterbacks when he sets the sets his feet to throw the football out of play action, for example. I don't think there are any better quarterbacks in the league, it, it, maybe other than Mahomes, in terms of arm strength, in terms of accuracy. So if he buys in, um, which it looks like he has, uh, at least you know last season, and, and he doesn't improvise as much, and he, and he goes with the schedule to play, I, I think that type of offense really does enhance you know, quarterbacks, um, you know, like Rodgers, you know, we saw with Jimmy G is not nearly as good of a player as Rodgers, but he was able to take a team to the Super Bowl based upon the infrastructure that a guy like Shanahan was able to give him. 
I look uh, at the defense, and I think if there, there's going to be an improvement that's going to be needed this year, it's going to be in the run-stopping capability. We know the defensive front. I look at your numbers, and I think the defensive front ranks highly because the Smiths had such a good season last year, almost a historic season when it comes to career numbers for them. Kenny Clark is very, very solid. But do they have glaring weaknesses that then take away from what would be considered a top, say, five or ten type of defensive front? Uh, I, you know, I think some of it is scheme related. Some of it is um, the fact that they're built, and I think this is very intelligent in today's NFL. They're very much built to stop the pass. When you look at Preston and Zadarius Smith, uh, Kenny Clark is far more of a, you know, he's a good player all around for sure. And, but he, he's much more of a penetrator than he is like a, a, a block eater. They lost Mike Daniels last year. Uh, you know, that I think hurt them. And, you know, but I do think addition by subtraction when you look at, uh, you know, uh, Blake Martinez leaving, um, that, I think that helps them. I think when you look, you know, it's really tough. The NFL is, is, a, is a game where, um, you know, playing the pass first and playing a lot of defensive backs and having a lot of talent in the back seven is smart. But then you can always get caught in a game like the NFC Championship game when a team that's more of a 12 personnel, you know, uh, 21 personnel team can bully you. Um, and and that's, that's sort of what we saw, which – which I do think, you know, is more of a scheme-related thing than a talent-related thing because they, I think, have built their defense to be a talented stop-the-pass defense. And, and, you know, they kind of stop the run on the way to the quarterback. And, you know, there are very few teams in the NFL that can win by just running the football. But, you know, the 49ers were a team that did that to them in the NFC Championship game. I hope they don't, you know, sacrifice, you know, pass defense for run defense this season because, you know, the way to win long-term, the way to win 12, 13 games in the NFL is to stop the pass, um, at, you know, sometimes at the expense of a game like the 49ers game. Talking with Eric Eager, Director of Research and Development for Pro Football Focus. I want to go outside of the Packers organization for a minute. You had the 49ers who faltered in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Kansas City is very tough to repeat. Uh, you've got some changes going on in New England, changes going on to Tampa Bay, obviously. Give me some of your thoughts on some of the top teams in both the AFC and the NFC coming into the season. Yeah, I mean, I think that there are two elite teams in the NFL, uh, Kansas City, and Kansas City, you know, is so, I think, structured well to deal with a season like this. Um, and then you have Baltimore, who I think is a little less so. And there are some things about Baltimore that are a little concerning. They lose Marshall Yonda. Um, you know, they, they're not strong in the front seven so insofar as rushing the passer. They're able to manufacture that stuff. They played with a lead more than any team did a season ago. And it got really – it showed a lot when they actually were behind by multiple scores against Tennessee in the playoffs. I'm going to need to see them come from behind. That's not a, a, a concern for Kansas City, who came from more than 10 points down a number of times last season, including three times in the playoffs. So I think those two teams are the elite teams. And then in the AFC, there's a tremendous drop-off before you get to, you know, whether it be Buffalo or New England in the AFC East, or you get to Indianapolis, Tennessee – or maybe Houston in the AFC South. So the AFC is a very top-heavy conference. When you look at the NFC, I think that, you know, especially with the Debo Samuel injury and, you know, this just kind of the, the regression we expect out of Green Bay, I think the NFC has a bunch of really good teams, but no team that if Kansas City or Baltimore were to get into the Super Bowl with them, that they would be favored. I So, so that, you know, if you're a Packer fan, I think that that's a, uh, somewhat of a good thing in the sense that, you know, 
you're not looking up at a team like San Francisco all that much. I know the results of last year's games would say differently, but I don't think the, the gap is that big between those two teams. But at the same time, there are teams like Dallas, there are teams like Philadelphia, um, and even, I think, long shots like Detroit sort of nipping at your heels to, to be supreme in the NFC, which, you know, last season wasn't, you know, the, the, the yeah, they 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 had New Orleans to face, and I do think New Orleans will be formidable, even though they they are aging. Um, Tampa Bay as well, but I I don't think any of those teams are like you know stone cold locks to be you know uh, a one or two seed in the conference. Eric, great stuff. Appreciate it as always. We'll touch base uh, later on as the season gets underway. Okay. Bill, stay safe. Have a good one, and uh, we have five more weeks. Five more weeks. Crossing our fingers, they get it done. Talk to you soon. There you go. Eric Eager, Director of Research and Development for Pro Football Focus. You can find him on Twitter at PFF underscore Eric. And bringing us some good stuff and some optimism regarding the NFL. We're certainly crossing our fingers. We do get an NFL season. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.